Welcome to Behavior Babes Podcast, presented by me, Dr. Amanda Kelly. Whenever I get asked a question about ethics, I always like to orient the person who's asking the question back to three main questions. These were presented in Cooper, Heron, and Heward, the book Applied Behavior Analysis. Many of you would know that as the White Book or the White Album. In that book, it asks us three questions. One, what is the right thing to do? What's worth doing? And what does it mean to be a good behavior analyst? It's important that we take a look at behavior analysis in a way that provides for us a, a formula. Oh, uh, you know, the pros and cons, um, what we should do and what we shouldn't do or what we should consider each time we're faced with a potential ethical dilemma. So it might seem a little mentalistic to say, like, what's the right thing to do? I mean, how do you define right? Is it correct? Is it appropriate? But really, what does it mean is, does it give you that knot in your stomach? Does it tell you that something here is not okay? Or are you free, you know, sailing, no problem, easy breezy, not even thinking that there's a potential, you know, suspicion of an ethical concern? Or... All right, so let's say that you're a little bit on the fence. So you know, like, probably, okay, shouldn't accept a gift, but could I give, you know, a holiday card with me and my spouse on it or me and my family on it? Well, the second question is, what is worth doing? So how much effort is there? What's the harm to the client client that goes with what's the right thing to do? And what is worth doing? How much effort? What's the matching law here? That doesn't mean just because it's effortful, don't do it. It just means what are the steps? What do you need to do? What can you do? What would be a parsimonious um, approach here? So what would be a simpler approach? What would be sort of the easiest thing to do that could have the biggest outcome? And then what does it mean to be a good behavior analyst? What does it mean to be an effective behavior analyst? It means that we are considering behaviors of social significance. It means that we are thinking about cultural competence. But it also means that we adhere to the ethical, you know, components or the ethical code elements that are um, a part of the ethical code, right? Um, What is it? What does it mean to be a good BCBA? It means having a verbal community. It means staying current and attending conferences. So it can mean a lot of different things. Ethics and behavior analysis can be really tricky because we're called in when behaviors are really severe and quite complex. And that was mentioned in uh, Bailey and Virtue's 2011 text. They went on to say that community standards, laws, prevailing philosophies, individual freedoms, sort of the cultural climate all could determine ethical procedures in behavior analysis. Now, there are times where one ethical code element may feel that it puts you at odds with another one. A common one that comes up around the holidays is gift giving or accepting gifts. And then people will say, does that make me culturally insensitive or does that put additional barriers between us? And you know, living on an island uh, in an island chain, it's something we have to think about a lot. There's an overabundance of fruits um, and vegetables, things that grow outside, outdoors. So if somebody brought you a bunch of bananas, that's is that a gift? I mean, I don't know. We have to kind of look at it in that cultural context. But it also means that we're continually considering sort of what's the harm? What's the right thing to do? What is the risk um, you know, what is the benefit to doing this? 
And what protections do I need to put in place if in you know, fact it does present a dual relationship or a potential conflict of interest? Sometimes we cannot avoid having more than one relationship, especially when you're working on an island. But um, in those situations where the Behavior Analyst Certification Board has been consulted, um, they really kind of urge you to, you know, make known all of your concerns, do so in writing, um, and kind of pick the situation where you have the least amount of overlap, you know, again, not speaking for the Behavioral (laughs) Decertification Board, but really kind of thinking about our ethics and the ethical code put forth by them as something that we need to approach and have a formula for approaching and in doing so. Um, Excellent article was the Right to Effective Behavioral Treatment, which was published in 1988, that really talks about um, different rights of an individual, such as having access to qualified and licensed, you know, or appropriately credentialed providers. For more information on ethics and behavior analysis, check me out at www.behaviorbabe.com.